Well, it's good to be here this morning. I feel like it's an honor to be able to bring the Word of God to everyone here. And I'm just thankful to be here. I'm thankful for all of His blessings. And I'm thankful for this church. This is the first church that I've been in that I could hear the gospel, that I could hear the truth no matter how it hurt because we got a pastor that tells it like it is and I'm just thankful for him and I'll be glad to see him when he gets back you know the disciples was with Jesus and they were a lot like probably like we are today they were concerned about the end of time, what it was going to, when it was going to happen, and what it was going to be like, and everything. And in Matthew 24, verse 3, Jesus uh, says, Now he, uh, as he sat with them on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? That's probably a question that a lot of us are asking today. When is Jesus going to return? But he told them, he says, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. We have seen these false Christ. The first one that I thought of was this David Koresh. He claimed to be Christ. And these cults are popping up all over the country. And people, we are living in perilous times right now. I had a sermon planned out for today that I told Brother Jim it was a masterpiece. But last night, during the night, God woke me up and said, uh-uh. I got up at four o'clock this morning and put down what he wanted me to talk about. And you know, most people don't want to, they don't need to hear about what happened 2,000 years ago. Uh, they know the Ten Commandments. They know all the stuff that, that uh, most preachers preach on. But I'm thankful for what, what the way Don preaches. He talks about things that are happening today, things that are important to us today. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. You know, Jesus said here that uh, uh, that you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. People, we can see we've got wars and rumors of wars all over the world today. And, and we're on the verge today of being in World War III. 
So time for this earth as we have known it uh, is close to the end, I think. That, that's my opinion. That's the only opinion I have, but, but that's it. People are claiming to be Christians. They're claiming to be Christ. Uh, a lot of these churches are making millions of dollars. Millions. But they tell the people what they want to hear. And not telling them the truth. And they are deceiving many. That's what Jesus said. They, are, they will deceive many. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. We've seen that. We've seen that this week. One place they lost over a thousand people in an earthquake. And all these things are the beginning of sorrows. Then they delivered, they will deliver you up to tribulation and will kill you. And you will be hated by all people for my name's sake. And they will be offended and they will hate you but they hated him first. People we can see today what the world is coming to and it's it's sad. But Jesus tells us that these things are going to happen. But he didn't tell us that we had to like them. But he did say that they were going to happen. People are changing the gospel. Different organizations are changing the gospel. And all they have to do, just like Satan, he added one word to Eve. said, God knows that you shall not surely die. How many people, how many people believe that and are lost because of it? They're changing the gospel. They say there's other ways to get to heaven besides through Jesus. This is not the world that I grew up in. And I'm very... I'm very sad a lot of times when I see what's happening. Ronald Reagan once said that if things didn't change, that the day was coming when we would tell our grandkids and great-grandkids what life used to be like in America when we were free. And that's, that's sad. We can see that coming right now. We can see it happening right now. When I grew up, we trusted our leaders, our preachers. We trusted uh, our teachers. We trusted the police, the FBI. We trusted the President of the United States. That's when I was a kid. That's when I was growing up. But today, Crime is running rapid in this country. And there's no punishment for it. They can commit murder and be out on the street the next day. 
I heard something on TV the other day that in Chicago, they are trying to make a deal with the, the criminals, the thugs, to not, to have a ceasefire from 9 a.m. until 10 p.m. that night, asking the criminals to not shoot anybody during that time. Now, who is in charge? Who is in charge? It's not the leaders of that, that city. It's the criminals. And people, we don't see a lot of it around here right now, but it's coming. It's coming. They believe in to steal, to kill, and destroy. The same thing that, that the Bible says about Satan. And there's no punishment. They're slaughtering our babies. You get more punishment out of killing a dog and getting caught at it than what you do destroying a baby, murdering a baby. And that is sad, especially when our government, when our government is backing these abortion clinics. They're taxing their people to death, the working people. Isaiah 5.20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. People, we can see that every day. And I've got a lot of friends and some family that says, I don't listen to that stuff. I won't listen to it because it, it upsets me. I just I won't listen to it. People sticking their heads in the sand is not the answer. That is not the answer. Because ignoring it is not going to make it go away. That's why it is in the, this country is in the shape it's in today. Because we as Christians have ignored it too much, too long. And, uh, and we're on the verge of a World War III right now. And what causes that is fear. The leaders of these countries are afraid of their neighbor because they might have a bigger weapon than what they do. So they build a bigger weapon. And the first thing you know, they're hating each other and what Jesus said it was coming to and but like I said we don't have to like it but we don't have to put our head in the sand and pretend it's not happening God is in control and I know that but when all of these things bombard us every day what we see on TV reading the papers and everything we're tempted a lot of times. We're tempted to be like Asaph was. He said, My feet are nigh to slipping when my eyes beheld the prosperity of the wicked. When we when we become weak 
in our own minds and everything. Uh, a lot of times we will look at at the prosperity of the people out here that's living any way they want to live. Our government, not not just the, the, in the United States, but worldwide. They're doing whatever they want to do. They ignore the law. And if you remember, when the COVID pandemic hit, if you remember that, what was the first institution they shut down? The church. They closed the churches. So people there, they're against everything, everything that God stands for, everything that this Bible stands for. And they fear not God, and they neither regard man. They don't believe in hell. Well, let me tell you something. I believe in it. Jesus spoke of hell more times than he did heaven. I believe there's three things about it. I believe it's real. I believe that it's hot. And I believe it's going to be forever. And whether we believe that or not, I think as Christians, we all pretty well know what the situation is today. And and I'm I'm thankful for that. It looks like sometimes that Satan is winning. It it everybody that's in the crime and everything are prospering. Seems like, but they don't believe in hell. So far, they will one day. I can promise them that. But it looks like that he's winning. And we know that he's not. We know that God is in, still in control. And he's, he's not winning. But you know, when Jesus died on the cross, the devil thought he'd won. Man, he had gotten rid of God's only begotten son. He had won. But he didn't. Three days later, Jesus rose out of that grave. And he's alive today sitting on the right hand of God and he is our Lord and our Savior and I thank, I, I thank him for it Satan is not winning but he tries his main objective is to convince the world that he does not exist you think about that he doesn't come out in the open he sneaks around in the dark and he can if he can convince us that he doesn't exist that he's going to get a foothold in our life this is not the world that I grew up in and it makes me very sad 
I'm not telling anybody. I don't tell anybody who to vote for. But I will tell you how to vote. If it's not according to God's word, then it's wrong. But people, we don't need to stick our head in the sand. We need to we need to face the truth. And this is the truth. This country is in sad shape today. And there's not but one way out. There's not but one way that either God, there's no man that can correct the problems in the world today on his own. If one man can do it, he's going to have to have God with him. But I'm not sure that God is going to change things because he's told us here in his word that these things are going to happen. And it's the last days are, are getting close. He says, Then many false prophets will arise and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Have you ever, can you remember any time in your life when there was more lawlessness going on in this country than what it is today? I'm thankful for all the believers, all the Christians that trust in the Lord, put our trust in Him, and When they nailed Jesus to that cross, hung him up on that cross, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what to do. How could any man do, have a mind to forgive those bloodthirsty murderers? That was killing him. How could they? How could anybody have the the mind to say, "Father, forgive him"? Well, my opinion is, he didn't look at them as bloodthirsty murderers. He looked at them as lost sheep without a shepherd. And that's what we have to do today. We have to look. We have to pray for him. He tells us to pray for our enemies. We have, we have to have that mind. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I am so thankful for Jesus Christ and what he's did for each one of us. He voluntarily gave up his life so we could live. And without him, like Brother Jim said this morning, without Christ, we're nothing. If you don't, if there's anyone here that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, this would be a good this is a good day to do it.
You know, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. And if if you don't know the Lord as your Lord and Savior, then come up today. And there's a story I'll share with you. There was this lady over in England cleaning her house one day and she lived out in the country. She was cleaning her house and, and somebody knocked on her door. She went to the door and it was a lady she never met before. She asked her if she had an umbrella that she could borrow. She said that uh, she took a walk and it started misting rain. And she forgot her elevator, or her umbrella. And the lady said, well, yeah, she had one for her. So she reached behind the door and she had an old one that just barely would open and everything. And she had a brand new one that she just bought the day before. She thought, I don't know this woman. So I'll give her the old one. That way, she's gonna throw it away anyway. And that way, if it, uh, if she didn't bring it back, she didn't lose anything. And the lady thanked her for it and went on her way. She said, I'll get this back to you tomorrow. The next day, she heard a noise out in front of her house and she looked out and it was the most beautiful coach that she'd ever seen, pulled by a matching team of horses. She had never seen anything like that. And this young man gets out, comes up to the house, and he had her old umbrella there. And he said, ma'am, I'm returning your umbrella from yesterday. She said, the queen said, thank you, and that she had never met anybody over here that was that generous and that loving that they would just help a stranger. And the woman started crying. She just cried and began to, just almost uncontrollably, and finally, he said, ma'am, did I say something wrong? What, what is wrong? She said, no, you didn't say anything wrong. She said, if I'd have had any idea who she was, I would have given her my very best. We need to do that today. We need to give him our very best. It's not our money, our possessions. It's our heart. He deserved it for what he gave up for us. He gave up everything so we could have everything. And I just thank him for it today. There's an answer to the problems this world is in today and it's Jesus Christ he is the answer and people don't let don't let anybody deceive you put your trust in him he says I will never leave you nor forsake you and sometimes when all of these things are bombarding us 
it's hard to think of it that way because like Brother Jim said this morning, we're just human. And we get off track a lot of times. But as long as we put our trust in the Lord, He's going to lead us through. Anybody that needs to know the Lord, I want to ask you to come forward today.